Welcome to the Check Fade Podcast. To add to some of the cool stuff going on at Elite, we felt it was only right to give you guys some real insight on the NFL. Yeah. As former and active players of the game, yeah. we're to bring context to a sport that needs it more than ever. Yeah. Hey, I'm Jared Taylor. Trevor Trout. Pro McKinley the third. If you juiceless, you useless. If you juiceless, hey, you Let's get straight into it, man. So I don't know if we should consider these upsets or let's just talk about some of the scores that kind of caught us off guard. Like the Bengals versus the Browns. Did y'all expect the Bengals to put up 30? I honestly no. No, we, <laughs> no, we, we didn't expect that. I, I mean, I felt like it was a good time for J- Baker Mayfield to go against a, a lesser opponent, kind of. And kind of get his confidence back. I feel like after week one, his confidence had been shake, shaking a little bit. So I feel like it was good for him to air the ball out, kind of throw some deep balls to Odell, get Jarvis involved, and have the run game. They, their run game, the run game is yeah. The run game, the run game is. Uh, hey, Baker did well, but the run game. So they bro. I don't know why. Was it just me or like they were? They were strong in the trenches. And the thing is, like when you really look at it. They're not bad up front. Like defensively, what'd you say? You talking defensively up front or offense? Both. Both. Jedrick Willis Willis is a monster. Hey, oof. That kid, for real. For real. He looked bigger than everybody on the line. Hey, listen. You already know the story, JT. I went against Jedrick Willis in high school when I was 14 years old. Hey, we we got footage. Bro, listen. I yeah. left that camp that day. I said, yo, this is a first round. T-. I said, this is go, go Jackie Hill. Uh, some of the best feet I've ever seen in my entire life. And he showed it th- this Sunday. I watched that all- video every night. Oh, okay, bro. So, uh, fast block snaps. Only gave up one pressure, zero sacks. That's insane. It's your second game in the NFL. <laughs> bro, did you watch his feet on his kick slide? Dominant. It was almost like it, it was second nature. Just. He, he had no issues, really. Natural out there, man. So they picked up right where they left off with Joe Thomas. That's what you are. Yep, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to put it, honestly. If he, wants to, if he wants to, he will play 15 years, bro. Like, he is too good at the game. So He's I want to look at I want to look at Joe Burrow. He had 61 passing. He leading the NFL. Keep him, he a rookie, second game. He played four days after his first game. He's leading the NFL and passing attempts with 97. Matt Ryan behind him at 90, and then after that, it goes 86. So you got all them passes, but only completing one over 20. Unleaded 87. That is what? Hey. He is gas. I bought the hey. gas. He going to start. He, he going to play eight years ago, but you bought the gas, and this is what you got. How do you have the most passing attempts in the NFL, but one pass completed over 20 yards? Well, is that's, it? that's crazy. That's so crazy. is this play calling or what? I mean, he doesn't have an O line. He doesn't. Have, his O line is kind of part of the problem. You, like, you you can go ahead and blame you can go ahead and blame the Bengals and say it's the Bengals. And I mean, you will be right to go ahead and, and do that the same way as I can go. You can look at the Jets and say like it's the Jets. I mean, like I'm not going to blame him for like their failings, but like this is what happens when you have a guy come in as a quarterback. You just think he's going to change your entire franchise, and those are those are special special guys that do that. Right, you, as you and I know, JT, we never thought he was really a special guy. I, I, I didn't have stock in him. No, I, think, I think he showed. I think he showed flashes of why he went number one overall, and I feel like he's just gonna keep developing over time. Okay, I mean, I'm I know holding you to that. that. I'm holding that, you to that. All season, because watch it. You got. You can tell Tyler Boyd is gonna be his probably number one threat because AJ. I don't know what it is, but AJ Green, but he he didn't perform 
up to the caliber yeah. that he needs to perform with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Okay. So did you guys the Jaguars put up 30 against the Titans? Gardner so. Minshew is the real deal. And I don't know why people keep doubting him. Gardner Minshew is the real deal. He was putting that ball in windows and buckets through like precise. That's a franchise, bro. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't understand the slander. He's not our type of guy stuff no more. I'm, I'm not hearing it. Simply because he went out there against the Mike Vrabel defense and put up 30 points. 30. So it was, it was James Robinson had, what, 20 fantasy points? I don't look at fantasy. But I know he had 20 fantasy. Like, bro, them dudes was cooking that day. Right. They were good Yeah, it's not just wideouts. He was hitting his running back out the backfield, tight end. Like, he – he he's comfortable. He is very he's comfortable. comfortable. Only in his second year, and he seemed like he he playing kind of like a vet, to be honest with you. So is this Pac twelve? I don't know if y'all have Pac twelve biased though. You feel me? I don't no, know. we're not Pac twelve. We didn't see it up. Right. All right, okay. You see that air raid slander? We not rolling, dog. All he right. Anyways, he's a guy, he's man. He's perfect for this this new NFL age. Okay, so the Dolphins put up twenty eight on the Bills. The Bills have a hey. We was talking about that defense last week. And then for the Dolphins to put up 28, what's, what's going on? Who do, Fizz Magic. Fizz Magic. Hey, oh, my. Magic. Yeah, bro. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, no, he puts him I'm, I'm probably butchering that name. But they was connecting, especially late in the game. I don't know if that delay gave him a little juice or whatever, but I don't know. That was that was closer than it should have been. But the Bills go to 2-0. So, Josh do you got – Josh Allen making it count. A quarterback, he's a, he's the future of that division. He, I I under I second that. Uh, I'm, he, yeah. take, he takes dumb hits. I don't know if that just comes with you. I mean, he he needs he oh needs to get down. Are you talking about the stiff arm in the middle of the field, bro? How bad like, it could have went? He was out there trucking, folks. But I'm like, bro, were you a franchise quarterback? You can't go out there and just be on the ground like that. But I mean, yeah. I can't say he's not tough. <laughs> he's clearly tough, bro. And it's good right. to see Diggs. Diggs was eating too, so you can say that's going right. to be his reliable. Diggs looks good in the offense, and he has good running back. So they're coming together as a team. Of course, that defense probably didn't want to give up that many points to the Dolphins, but playing with pace, yeah, playing with pace comes with time. But the yeah. thing is, like his willing, his willingness to go down, go go down the field and take shots. You know, you know what I mean? Like he's not scared to throw the ball. Exactly. I mean, like it, it, it's all. different if you're going out there and you're being reckless with the ball. Right. Like he's making things happen. He's hitting guys. Everyone's on the same page. You know, like even he has the ability to even if he wants to go off script, and like he just he goes out there and he plays. He's trying to win. You know what I'm saying? And like, exactly. I, I can play with that, bro. So the Colts over the Vikings is that an upset or is that are y'all surprised that the Colts did that to the Vikings or are you Honestly, surprised that the Vikings only had 11? points? Honestly, bro, that defense that defense looked really good. I don't know if it's the Vikings offense or the Colts defense is really that good because. I seen guys like Julian Blackman, Kenny Moore. We seen that secondary. I saw they perform really well, and they know they got uh, what's his name in free agency this past year, right? Buckner. So I think that defense is performing well, and that's really helping the Colts become somewhat of a, a good team that we haven't seen since Peyton Manning was there. Really. Hey, the Colts the linebackers played hey. downhill very well. Shout out to Barf, but Adam Thielen is not a number one. Adam right. Thielen never was a number one, and and, and, and that, that Adam Thielen pack is potent right now because we yeah. told folks what was going to happen. Because yeah. here's what, hey, hey, what happened. Folks just acted like Justin Jefferson was just going to come in. Oh, this is the replacement. No, this is not how that works, dog. Stephon Diggs was a real deep threat, real deep threat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Stretch the defense downfield. And that's Stretching what he's been doing. Around, he's been doing it. He's been doing it in Buffalo, and look, it's paying off. That's what I'm saying, dog. Like, 
focus look at, I'm not saying like just like it's still he's still a young receiver, but it's like it's different when you got a guy like Stefan Diggs, like right. Stefan Diggs, you know what I mean? And like I'm not saying Adam Thalen's a bad player at all, but like as your number one receiver, for sure, for sure. He simply he does not have lead enough speed to go out there and just be that guy for you week in, week out, where you can go out there and win a game. Plus, you have a conservative quarterback who's already scared to take shots anyway. Especially if he's not a route technician like a Keenan Allen or a Devontae Adams who aren't the fastest, but they're going to get over. Exactly. And it's funny to me because, like I said last – like, remember we were talking about this last week on the last episode. First, we talking about Phillip Rivers and how – remember the whole Jacoby Brissett thing we talked about last week? I'm like, Phillip Rivers – I'll play Kirk Cousins this week. Exactly. Yeah. So, and what is what Kirk doesn't Kirk make like he probably gonna make what $25, 30 million dollars a year next year? Oh, he don't deserve it. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but the thing is, like, because folks gonna get tired of Phil Rivers, he still can accept the fact that he's still a starting quarterback and he's man, willing man, to take man. shots on the field and hit guys. Kirk ain't, Kirk wasn't doing that. He ain't doing it. So would you two consider? I don't know if I do because I was high on him. And I'm not – shout out to Mario, the Saints, great game. Is that an upset? Like, was it unlikely for the Raiders to win that game? I mean, uh, personally, personally, I would say yes. But at the same time, I had I had no clue. I mean, you know, like, you know, we're all hard on Michael Thomas. That's not us <laughs> saying that you – know, <laughs> you know That's not us saying, though. That he's not good. It's just when we talk right. about the elite tier receiver, that's not what we, you know what I'm saying? That's not what we qualify him as being that. But at the same time, as we talked about, we you watched the game in week one. Mario talked about it in the chat when he told us, he was like, yeah, he, had, he bothered his ankle that week during practice. You could tell he's moving differently, and it's different when you don't have your number one receiver out there on the field simply because he always you always know where he's going to be, and that's the guy you can trust on first and second down. Exactly. I feel like Alvin Kamara was their number one receiver almost. He was. I think he like, he, 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 he many yards. Like, bro, he felt like he was the number one receiver, and then defensively it was like the safeties didn't perform well. The corners performed solid. I feel like the corners did well, but the safeties. Ooh, the, so safeties the safeties. Who, do you, who are you holding responsible for what Darren Waller did to them? Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, it's Malcolm Jenkins in the linebacker. Even Demario Davis no, plays some good. He had good coverage sometimes, but it's the it's the backers and the safeties that were really covering the tight end. And honestly, like I mean, you have to blame it on that secondary that game because I was watching, I was watching that, that front four, and Cameron Jordan. That them boys were hunting. They were hunting for sure. Feeling on the t- like they were getting after it up front. Like they it, they they look like high motor guys. Like especially when they blitz and send pressures. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like they always get there. They're always around the ball. They're always running to the ball. Demario Davis does his shit. He does his stuff. He does his stuff. Like, it was clear that game. It was clearly on on a lot of the back seven, but mainly the secondary. Okay. So, the Falcons and the Cowboys, man. Like, I just, you know. I don't even know. I don't know what to say, honestly. I'm not going to give Dak so, so much credit for this game because he shouldn't have won that game. Bro, the Cowboys <laughs> are down 20 to 0. You're going to have to get no, no. Dak deserves his flowers for this game. That he, Come on now, but we're not. It was, now, I'm going I'm to talk about that. great the last two weeks, but still, though, still a young secondary. Down 20 0 in the first, and they, like, come on. I Trust me, I don't, I'm right with you with the Dak stuff, but I at this point. Bro. I know he that threw one touchdown. I get it. 
He threw one touchdown, had a 400 yards, though. 400 yards. 450 yards, bro, and 72.3. Bro, at that, no, at that point, bro, especially in week two, I got to put that on secondary, dog. I'm not, I'm not giving too much credit for that. <laughs> no, no, you have to put it on the secondary because even they weren't like they were somewhat getting pressure, but hey, their linebackers were hunting Zeke. I haven't seen Zeke get hit like that. There was St. Louis on St. Louis crime this week. Foyer and Zeke was high school together, and he was making him cough that ball up. Hey, good pancake drills. He was call- he he was coughing that ball up like he was in the Edward Jones though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, chill out, chill out, chill out. <laughs> All right, so the last game that I want to talk about for our upset segment is the Chiefs and the Chargers. So, of course, the Chiefs won, but when we talk about the Chiefs, it's high flying, you know, air raid, a lot of touchdowns, a lot of excitement. We 23 points. Three. They had 23 points. They only won by three in overtime. We so, my thing three. is, do you think – I don't think the Chargers should have punted the ball away in overtime. I think that they should have, you know, took that shot because, I mean, come on. Quarterback was rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Why, do y'all have the same, or would y'all punt it? Yeah, I punt that, or you you going for it, bro? Here's the, I'm looking. If I'm the Chargers, I have nothing to lose. If, if yeah, I, I might as well go. You might as well go for it. Herb's in the heat. He's playing well. He's young. You might as well go for it. Why? Why not put pressure on that defense? You exactly. Know what I mean? Especially in week in a week two game, all this is is, is a confidence booster for your team. Whether you win or lose, why not? Why not go for it? I don't. I know you're not thinking about that in the middle of a game. But still, though, you are the Chargers. I mean, why why not go ahead and take that shot? I, I take the chance. So, how do y'all feel Justin Herbert did on this? I got, hey, Trevor, I got this one. I'm not even <laughs> going to be biased on this. But one thing, I mean, I, I told you I've seen it in practice. I've seen it in games. He is now taking it to the NFL. The, the product speaks for itself. He went in. He, the boy didn't even know he was about to start. He found out 10 seconds before he got He literally minutes. found out 10, 10 seconds before he yeah. And went out there and performed like it was nothing. Like he's been playing the game. He made a couple of mistakes, but we expect that he's a rookie. Look, man. I, I look. I'm, I'm saying. I'm, I'm confused how Anthony Lynn came out. Literally, was it was probably right after the game. And he said, "Yeah, he's still a rookie, and he still does." No, I'm like, first of all, you took him first round. <laughs> what, what are we doing? You had some stock in him. You definitely are star. You had first of all. I'm like, wait a second. So wait a second. So you're saying that he's still not officially starting over the guy who just had to go to the hospital who said he was having chest pains and you draft this guy number one and he just almost beat the Chiefs. So he just you can't this is not the time for you to hand the reins over right now. Yeah. And who are they playing next week? Oh I can find that real quick. They got the Panthers. At Who's home? the Panthers next week? You're telling me this is not the opportunity to hand him in the reins over. This is the one where we're, we're CMC, Christian McCaffrey, one of the top three backs in the league, just got hurt. You're telling me this is not the game to go out there and start your your next quarterback for your franchise. This isn't the one. All right. So <laughs> let's enter that stock market, Trevor. You got stock? You, how much? You buying a lot of stock in Justin Herbert? I have, buying- a lot of, I have a lot of Herbert stock. I don't yeah. say why, but in terms of film, I have a lot of Herbert stock for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> and did you, did uh, you know, game you make know. you add more, or you already was rolling? It's like this with Herbert. I've never got to see a Herbert be able to go out there and air the ball out like that, and he airing that mug out. And it's like you could tell he he simply got better in pre-draft. I'm going to say he got better in pre-draft, but you can always see it on film that he was just he was like that. You know what I mean? He was just he's a gamer. He can run. He knows how to get down. He's a guy you can you can you can trust your franchise behind for, for ten years. Are you really? I mean, bro, I'm telling you. I, you I mean, I, you, 
you know my stock been bought in. That's I, come on, I've been bought stock. The thing is, you saw my man take a hit. He took, I mean, the hit was brutal. Ooh. He took a hit. But like I said, he was oh, on the sideline, right? On the sideline, yeah, bro. And the dude lit like number fifty-four no, went no. limp. It was like he went limp. He was like, "Oh, but Herb's got to yeah. get the ball back." That's when I knew he's ready. He's locked what, in. What I, What I like about Justin is Justin, like I said, you see a lot of young quarterbacks now. They just they come in, and it looks like they are smaller. They are skinning. Like Jared Goff's not going to put on this much more weight that he's already got on. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can see what Herbert's frame that he can actually get bigger. Like, I really think he can get into that. Let's see. When, when you play with LeVron, he was, what, probably, what, 215? No, 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 no. He, he's he been 230. He may have been two. He was, like, 225 to 235. That's where he was always in between. So, if he's 235, two, if he's 225, 235 now, he could easily put on 10, 15 more pounds, and he still, like, won't be heavy. Like, he'll have a strong upper body and get that grown man strength. You know what I mean? Like, he has a frame that he can still – like eat and put weight off. And I think that's a big thing for me in quarterbacks because you know, like you don't want your guys hurt. You know what I mean? I so you. I got you. So um of course, so Justin Herbert, he's an example of a young quarterback taking the rain the reins in the NFL. And last week we talked about how Jerry Judy and the other younger receivers brought like they seven on seven style of routes, releases, how they read defenses on their pass plays and don't really like how they audible their own routes midfield. Mike Thomas in the fourth quarter scored off a slant route, but the pro step, the release, it's a hey, – I feel no. like 707 is really hey, – Jerry. starting to see it trickle down into the NFL a lot more. Jerry Julian, two weeks, leading all rookie receivers 15 yards, 15-yard plays at the five, leading all rookies and missed tackles forced on receptions. Like, he's been through it. I mean, it works for them. It sucks that, that, that Drew Locke got hurt. Right, he's gonna be out for the next couple of weeks, but I mean, like, mm. clearly they're figuring it out and they're making it work. And coordinators are understanding, like, hey, this is this is basketball on grass, just the way these guys are learning. You know, you gotta go ahead and get accustomed. That's when that that QB receiver chemistry and all those reps after practice is really taking that toll. Like, guys are understanding where they, where they need to be and how they want to make it work. So, I mean, as long as everybody's on the same page, it's gonna work. I mean, I would say, like, as long. As long as there's no wasted movements, just with the pro steps and people making people miss and in the routes and releases and getting to where you need to be, there's no issue and the game's going to keep elevating. I think my only problem, not even problem, but the only thing that they're going to have to realize is like some routes are set in stone. Like sometimes the timing that you practice every day in practice, it's going to have to be the same on the field. Because if I'm used to you turning your head at seven, I'm going to throw it when you get to seven. If you don't read Exactly. If you try to trick the DB, oh, I'm going to get eight and boom. I'm going to put my foot in the ground as a DB, cut on the ball, pick six. Thank you. Hey, hey, do you know what kills you? Receivers, receivers come out. Like, Bro, why ain't you find me, dog? I was look. You got to you gotta read me in. He's like, no. Yeah, I don't know where you was at. Like, we ain't practiced that. We practiced. You say you're coming at seven and Pat and go. And we had Pat and go this morning. We had, <laughs> we had Pat and go this morning. Me and you warm up after breakfast. We went out there in the parking lot. We ran Pat and go. What'd you do? You cut it at seven with your tennis shoes on. Why are you cutting it at seven different on third and 16? <laughs> so another thing with these younger quarterbacks is we sent, we sent a lot more empty, a lot, a lot of empty formations. And I just want to look at this stat from like 2015 comparing it to now. And it's, it's crazy when I look at the teams because they all had a younger quarterbacks. Like the Bengals. So this is from 2015 to now. The, Bang, the Bengals went – 
from 44% to 67% of their plays been a shotgun. The Ravens went from 32% to 73%. You see what I'm saying? Chiefs went from 50 to 64. That's not that crazy of a jump. And the Texans, they went from 43 to 61. All of those teams are the ones with the younger quarterbacks. The older teams with the older quarterbacks, they pretty much stand the same. So, of course, some of these teams got mobile quarterbacks like the Ravens, Texans, kind of the Chiefs. So that definitely plays a part. But as far as, like, the Bengals and even the Bills are doing it a lot, I think they're getting more comfortable with that young guys being able to sling it around. Exactly, bro. The game the game is changing. The game is changing, and the ball's going to keep – the more people are going to need receivers, you're going to need DBs. It's turning into seven on seven like we said before. and it's The game's going to keep being like that. You've seen Kyler becoming a great quarterback. Kyler's going to be a great quarterback. I can put my stock on that now. Yeah. Uh, we have guys like Dak. He has all these receivers he needs to throw to. Of course, they have a back, which makes it better. But you see the percentages of everybody moving more and more to empty and big open sets, and that's exactly why. You want to score points. You got to score points. I also think it's different now more because those quarterbacks are more confident now where they can go on the field against pros and say, hey, I can go out there and we can go empty tray. We can just go basic trips and run this stuff simply because now there's stuff implemented in offenses to where there's things that can make it easier on first and second down for younger quarterbacks, especially working out, you know, like in the spread and working out a pistol, all these things like that used to be where you always had to go under center. And it's just, you know, it's hard when you're doing a three-step drop or five-step drop, one, two, three, okay, let me look over the field, sacked. You know what I'm saying? Like, Now you can just go in and be like, okay, I like what I'm seeing. I don't like what I'm seeing. Let me check out of this. Okay, they're playing off. I can go ahead and do a check in call or sometimes call it on my own. I can go on a screen. We could do a, a basic quick slant. We could just do some RPOs on first and second down. I can just go get some quick first downs here. When it's time for me to really try to open the field up, I have space to go out there and go do that now. All the pressure isn't on me. Exactly. And I feel like since like and it, it makes sense because around like 2010 is when the seven on seven era kind of really started to become a big thing. And if you think about all the quarterbacks for those teams you just named, we could probably all go find clips of them playing seven on seven, whether that's a pylon tournament or yeah. IMP tournament or something like that, or Adidas tournament. If guys just playing seven on seven and being able to throw the ball, you got four seconds, got to make a quick decision. And now it's it's translating to the NFL. Yes, and it's, it's actually beautiful. But I, I think the one thing that we haven't seen yet is defense switching to it. Like, of course, 7-on-7, seven seven, you got a lot. You have a middle linebacker. And then outside of that, you got nickels and corners, nickel corners and safeties. Like, I think nickels going to be used a lot more, and they're going to have to be a lot more versatile, to, rather that stand on your side or following that slot around, which is not a lot of fun. But since we're already talking about quarterbacks, let's stick to quarterbacks real quick and hit on – um. Matt Ryan, how did y'all think Matt Ryan did this week? Because Trevor, I want to personally say Trevor, he said Julio gave Matt Ryan an MVP and all of this. So I don't know how you feel about Matt Ryan. Matt, first of all, first of all, before you start that trash, Julio Jones yeah. hurt this week and still playing. Oh, he so was hurt? Is that why he dropped yeah. the touchdown? Yeah. Yes, okay. you can go ahead and take that propaganda elsewhere. Okay. You watch the game. <laughs> the folks is talking about dropping a touchdown from, from Which a probably ball. And he's oh, like, cool. man. <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm not rolling, dog, because my, my guy comes to play every week, bro. No matter how hurt he is, he's coming to play. But, yeah. hey, without Julio, Calvin Ridley ain't going there like, like that and getting 100 yards. Who told him? Julio. Because if you drop a touchdown. Bro, bro he was cooking folks on, 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 a, on a messed up foot. 
Like literally last year, like Julio's going to play. He he not like these other guys, though. Okay, let's talk about Matt Ryan, which was the question. Because you, uh, it's, is it really Matt Ryan's fault or is it his defense fault? It's a defense's fault. Because like Matt Ryan, bro, Matt Ryan, sixty six point seven completion percentage, two hundred seventy three yards passing, four touchdowns. He said two hundred. Dak put up four, four hundred. <laughs> but they had to throw the ball more. I feel like because they were down. So they Dak is the, I'm looking at the stat. Dak is the first player in NFL history to throw more than 400 yards and rushed for three. So that's on the defense, man. Like, yeah, I, I mean, here's the thing: like, you could you could go either way. Either you could blame it on coordinated, or you could blame it on pride. Because you're not fit to let no quarterback rush for 100 yards for me and throw for 50. You you, <laughs> you got to have some pride, bro, as a unit. <laughs> Y'all got to look at each other and say, Nah, man. This is not no matter what the score is. That's disrespectful as hell. You don't want to put that on film. And another season vet, Trevor in the chat, they keep saying he washed. You you saying he's good, shoulders up, whatever that means. Let's talk about Thomas Brady. I mean, hey, bro, he ran a flea flicker. Flea flickers are always ugly. We move. Don't worry about it. We are good. And then- don't, don't worry about it. As soon as Bruce Arias commits to, to Brady ball, which is everything underneath and the couple passes in between, we're, we're going to be okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not overreacting. I'm not going to. Hey, I know his arm shot. Okay, there we go. There it's we go. Shot. There we go. That's what I was looking for. That's but that shot arm didn't didn't affect him. You know what I'm saying? Still winning games last year. So I mean, like he hasn't shown me anything yet to where I can truly say this guy's washed it because they have a lot of guys that are that aren't healthy right now. And so, then. I also want to touch on uh, Josh Allen, man. He already got 700 yards. Josh Allen been balling. Josh Allen is balling, and they willingly take shots. They got guys who are going to go up to get the ball. Like, Bro, John Brown, they got John Brown and Stephon Diggs, and they both going deep, and they throwing it too. And to have that and still have a good run game, and Josh Allen not afraid to use his feet to get first downs, the team's going to be hard to beat when it comes playoff time. It is. I mean, like. It's tough. Like, I don't want to call Brady Wash just because, like, he can't run out. Like, he never been able to. Yeah, that's no like, problem. He yeah. was expecting, like, for all his guys to be healthy the first, the first, second week. Okay. They got to rely on the, on the run game. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'd like to see from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is for them to go ahead and just work, work out more things, just flexing out OJ Howard and just making Gronk for the next. Couple weeks go out there and block as he gets his feet under him because he hasn't played football in a year. Okay, so we always talk about levels, how there's levels to things. So let's get in that MVP level. I'm talking Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Let's start with Kyler Murray. Hey, I'm, I'm in my MVP race right now. I mean, it's weird because I guess because this is breakout year, so you always want to be horny to give it to him, right? I mean, like it, it's still early, you know what I'm saying. It's still early. It's right. still early, dog. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to – I'm not going to overdo it. Like, I'm not just going to go out there and be like, oh, yeah. No, I'm which – hey, I got <laughs> – Kyler Murray, my favorite quarterback in the NFL right now just because, you know, I'm a Cardinals fan. Case it's crazy. Exactly. He's been, he been doing the moves, the jukes and all that. He's been doing that. Leg. Oh, my God, the leg. The touchdown wasn't the one where the touchdown was called back. Yeah. That leg, once the defender stop your feet – Kyler Murray says thank you. And that wasn't even a bad defender. It was Landon Collins. Landon Collins had over 120 tackles last year. Landon Collins can come and field all, but yeah, you wasn't stopping Kyler Murray right there. And you then to be able to throw that ball to the sideline, bro. 
No, that ball right yeah, yeah. That ball right yeah. there, it was special. That's what makes Kyler Murray to be able to hit accurate throws on the run, out the pocket, and make plays with his feet. And that's he showcased it all. He's done it two weeks in a row now. Hey, grass. I got a, I got all the stats. I'm just saying in terms of the MVP race and what's lead. Right. I got you. I got you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Russ has been this Lamar. I'm I, Lamar has been this. Like these other guys have been doing this. It's just it's just his this is his turn. It's his turn to show okay. it. Yeah. So yeah. like I don't want to go ahead. I want to let let stuff play out first before I'm yeah, we too. It's we too. How do you yeah. how you feeling about Russ? Two two back to back games that are just beautiful. Like Russell Westbrook, beautiful. if someone just goes and says this is oh, the best quarterback in football, I'm not mad at them at all. Because every time I watch my TV screen, like he he shows me that like I mean even if I don't think it like he can say okay. what he wants to say about that. But you probably gonna argue Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, of course. Okay, I was just making sure that was your one two type. Yeah. Of <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. So of course. Okay. Let's let's touch on his injury bug, man. Of course, we don't we never wanna, you know, like talk about injury because it's sad. It's it's not a good thing. But would you guys would you say training camp or preseason? If you had to pick one, what would you say teams would rather have back? Like would they rather have that full training camp or would they rather have them preseason games? They were training, training camp. Training, training camp. camp in, in regards to just the injuries and those functional movements not happening and people not doing as much, doing different stuff because they were all away from home. Exactly. At home, it's never the same. Yeah. Yeah. If they were, everybody was together at training camp. Mm -hmm. They'd be able to have all those stretching and the yoga and the treatment and all of that. And of course, guys got money for that and have massages and all of that. But I think if they have training camp and all those training camps, rookie camp, a lot of the injuries would have been avoided, especially the soft tissue injuries. Right. And I don't even go ahead. I don't, I don't even think that really. I would have gone. I mean, not even trying to be like, you know, like that was I'm going either. Because I mean, like, you know, I'm an athlete, you're an athlete, we know athletes, we know professionals. Like, why these guys, as you saw with Odell Beckham Jr., the same thing that he said uh, when he when he did that show with Victor Physical Month, he was like, a lot of us are intending on playing a season. And then out of nowhere, the NFL was like, all right, uh, not even talking about anything, but uh, you guys are coming back. So uh, let's sprinkle this on in here. <laughs> So a lot of them were at the at the crib. Like we can tell the truth, a lot of them were at the crib chilling. They probably ran a mile a couple of days. They got the lift in. You know, they put on their graphic tee and some shades. They hit the field a couple of times. IG picks. A lot of these guys wasn't real extensive training. They were just staying in enough shape to play the game. <laughs> and right. then they find out, oh, we're going to have to actually go play the game. Because I'll tell you, a lot of these guys was, was in L.A. just chilling. Like <laughs> they weren't really okay. training for real. Like <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that because they weren't intending on playing. You know I mean, like this is the thing with football and the calendar years. It's like they're like guys training in the winter and training in the summer all this certain way for a reason because the stuff you finna do for 16 weeks, if your body's not right, you will get hurt. Exactly. So when when I think of the teams most affected, first thing that comes to mind is the 49ers. Cause you you already had George Kittle. And then Sherman, who didn't even come, they didn't play this week. And then you, Jimmy G, the start, the running back, uh, Mostert, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas. That's two D linemen. Like and they both, they both tore their ACL, so they're not coming back. Man, that, their D line is what pretty much makes that defense go. I feel right. like it's guys all the way down the line to have Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, D Ford. 
that that's bro, that's ridiculous to have those type. Of we always talk about that division, and I I want to go ahead and say, I, of course, I'm not with it being an injury. You don't want to really say it, but I think they pretty much. I feel yeah. like it's crazy, but I feel like Kyle Shanahan is going to do his best to still go out there and get him eight wins at least. <laughs> eight wins? Eight, ooh, he not topping nine. Hey, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm not saying he's great either, but like, I'm 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 not concerned about, about Javon Kinlaw becoming the starter because that was my guy and he was coming out the draft. Okay. So, I mean, like, up front – like they're going to struggle. They're not going to be nearly as productive because they just lost. Arguably, who could say he's the best pass rusher in the league? But like, I think Javon Kinlaw is a really good player. Matter of fact, out of college, I had him over Derrick Brown. And folks are looking at me crazy. But what Javon Kinlaw does, what Derrick Brown doesn't do, is rush the passer. He gets on and off blocks. He hasn't shown me he can't do that yet. So I mean, you know, I'm gonna let that ride. Right. I was excited to. See Drew Locke and um, Noah Fant continue to hook up. So that's, of course, Drew should be able to return this season, which is good. But yeah, man, he, he just had an AC an AC joint sprain. Yeah, mean, but that's, that's a team you need your young quarterback to go with them young receivers. So they yeah. already had chemistry building up. So you want to see them keep getting better and better throughout the season. So I think it's gonna be a little different when he come back. But I mean, hopefully they'll be able to get back on track. Noah on the top three tight end in football right now. Oh, top three. I'm, I'm going ahead. I'm. I got all that stock. I got all of that stock, man. Because I mean, bro. Like, I mean, you know, we was rocking before, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. We and we gonna keep rocking. Yeah, we gonna put Darren. <laughs> we gonna put Darren Waller right behind him. Uh. Um, so, first. Hold on. And um. So is he boxing up there with um? Man, Kelsey, Travis, Kelsey. See, like, what? What? No, Tra- what, Travis, what the Travis Kelsey. If I had to tell Travis Kelsey, go ahead and and kick kick this tight ends behind. If I had to pick the two between who's gonna who's gonna kick that behind more, I'm taking North Font. Right. I know for a fact North Font is kicking it, kicking the, the ends, but the entire game. And I mean Travis Kelsey, he's a great pass catcher in the offense. And a lot they put ways in for him to get open. But North Font, he don't need things to get him open. He's open because he's open. <laughs> he's open because they can't guard him. It's different. It's different when, when you're schematically open. Right. Because yeah. I'm better than yeah. these guys that are guarding me. And yeah. that brings comfort to a young quarterback, knowing, like, I got Jerry Judy right here. Corden, Corlin Sutton is hurt as well, but I'm going to have out there. KJ Hamler, who I'm very excited to see. That's a. I'm still excited for this Denver team, man. They, exactly. That, that defense is still – they still have a solid defense. Yeah, Denver team is tough. I mean, like if they if they come to play every week, they can win a bunch of games. It's just they're such a young team where like you can and what you will do are two different things. But I can't. I'm not going to say they are capable because they're great on defense. Like Vic Vangio has those guys playing. I like it. So let's shift gears and hit some of these top defenses. Uh so first of all, who would y'all have as the best defense? I I think it's between the Ravens and the Steelers. Is there another team who y'all want to implement as the number one in that I mean, race? If we count, like, because, you know, all the great defenses, they have to have great secondary. So, I mean, like, the Ravens and the Steelers are up there, plus they're great up front. Yeah. They're I don't really good up front. I wouldn't put anybody else just because they have a good a good balance of guys that can cover, good linebackers, and a good D-line. And I feel like it's, it's top to bottom. So, I, I don't think anybody – a healthy 49ers team would be able to stack right. up. Right, healthy, healthy. So which one are you picking? Oh, 
2020. Right now, post-injury? Well, Ravens and Steelers are good. Injury, I mean, personally, I think I think the Ravens' defense is better because they have the better secondary. They just yeah. do. <laughs> like, yeah. they're, they're good enough up front where it, just, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you, it but just the Steelers, the Steelers bring you a lot. They bring you a, a Devin Bush. Yeah, bro, but they like the Steelers got dogs up front. Dupree. They got dogs up front, like believe. But like when it comes to like a game, like we're almost like we got guys on the perimeter who finna go take these guys out of a game. I'm looking at Baltimore. Cause just bro, Marlon Humphrey is Marlon Humphrey. And you look and you Bro, they just got dogs. Like <laughs> Baltimore just got dogs, man. Bro, and, and the, the Marcus Peters, like Marcus Peters on the other side, honestly, in my opinion, he one of the best zone corners. Bro, Marlon, Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey in the same defense. Like it's, it's sick. It's nightmares. And they both they both causing turnovers, bro. Production is at the ball. Deshaun Elliott learning the game on the way and like still like bro. What? <laughs> so what did y'all think about uh Queen? Did y'all like Queen's performance? I, bro, Queen been a baller. I, I could tell his motor in college was going to help him a lot in the NFL. Elite motor. It, his motor was just ridiculous because he's always trying to fly the ball, always being active, and I, that's part of being a linebacker. You want a sideline to sideline type of backer, and I think Patrick Queen is one of those guys. So, so before, and they got Calais Campbell out there. Uh, yeah, that's that's a nice pickup for them. The uh, Trev had the Ravens. Which one was you picking? I was I was picking the Ravens only only because I like that secondary a little bit more than I like Pittsburgh's. Secondary. It's not even a little bit with me. It's a whole lot, bro. Like they're yeah. just, they're just I just like all Minka, bro. Minka Fitzpatrick, yeah. Minka and Joe Hayden. No, no. I mean, they can't can't you can't make Minka come game every game, though. Bush and then T.J. Watt. I just yeah. But, but bro, man, I, I want to break this this little Ravens interception down. Marcus Peters had the diving one because it was just spectacular. Yeah. But but the for the back the back swung out he he zoned it off and saw that there was a crosser coming and got underneath it and Deshaun didn't see him at all. Man. I think he has the most interceptions to like now in his tenure since he's been in the NFL. Bro. Uh, it was preseason. Hold on, hold on, man. I'm 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 looking at this dog. Like I, I need y'all to hear the, this base three four D. But it was sure. Brandon Williams and nose tackle St. Louis legend Rockwell Summit. Brandon Williams is a really good ball player. That's a pro. You got him in nose. You got Calais Campbell inside, and then four out taking on blocks, getting off blocks. Matthew June, good player. Not amazing, but he's a, he's a good player. Patrick McQueen, who flies around. Pernell McAfee, who's just a pro. He's been there forever. Great strong side linebacker. Then your two, your two corners are Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, and then you got Jimmy Smith, Coming off, backing up Marcus Peters at that right corner spot, and Deshaun Elliott, who's just you know what I'm saying young, like, but he's still really good. Like this defense, if if guys don't get hurt, like I mean, bro, this is this is a hell of a defense. Uh, like that's hard to go against every week. Like you don't even have to be great on offense. It's, it's crazy with Ra- the Ravens is they can go out there and run the hell out of the ball. If you can run the ball, you can win 10 games a year if you can run the ball effectively in the NFL. You just got to go out there and play defense. Exactly. And speaking of running the ball, the Steelers show that they could do it a little bit more. Because I, I know that was one of my talking points last week is I was like, ugh. Yeah, James Conner slander was rolling, but, I mean, he got his yards this week. 
So when we let's get to top offenses, is it the Seahawks all the way? Like no question. I don't think it's, no. I don't think it's no question because I mean the Ravens is also another. Top okay, yeah. of course, but exactly. But other than that, I mean, who, who did the Chiefs jump out of that race? Did the Chiefs fall out of that race? I should say. We can't say they fall out of that race after one game. I feel like no, Andy Reid and in the first one, they they were dominant. So I'm not going to count out Andy Reid quite yet and Patrick Mahomes. They still, right. yeah, for sure, none of that. But at the rate and and then the Packers, I would say the Packers got to be in the RBA. Oh, and probably have one of the best quarterback wide receiver running back duo like trios in the, in the yeah. league right now. But when I'm ranking like when I'm ranking offenses. I'm not just looking at personnel week to week. I'm looking, okay, who is the personnel, who they have, who their quarterback is, and and who who's who's coordinating for them. And I have no reason on a week in, week out, because the system works to not say the Chiefs are still the best offense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, they've shown me too much to work, but they're, just, they're, they're too versatile on offense. Let me just go after week two and say, okay, this offense is better than the other when I know the the strength, the, the entire strength, the whole core of the Seahawks offense is Russell Wilson going out there and just making plays. But I know that the Chiefs have a system, and in that system they have an elite quarterback talent, and then they just have elite backs and receivers, and they have great coordinating. So, I mean, on a week-to-week basis, I have no reason to say – why is that not the best offense in the NFL? Because it clearly is. Right. Okay. I like it. I so who, who you going with? Trev going with Chiefs. Who you rolling with? Mm, I'm going with the Ravens right now. Okay. They're they unstoppable in the right. Ironically, we're going to see it. We're going to see it. Can't count let's, let's go into our island matchups. Man, let's. This thing's no Boy, the warden. He had he had AJ Green locked up bad. Ails, ails, locked ails, dog. Had it so. Technique was on point. He really shouldn't have had three catches. You could have had two because there was one where really Denzel broke it up, but he got it off the tip. And out of thirteen targets, I'm not mad at three catches. Man, under thirty yards, like come on. And tackle well. Exactly, and I mean his technique was on point. I, I mean, he played almost a flawless game, and I made the argument that he was probably one of the best player on the field. Making that argument, right? So now let's let's talk about AJ Green specifically. So was it all Denzel Ward, or is AJ Green not up to? Is he not one hundred percent back yet? Or uh, honestly, I, I don't think it could be everything. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Joe Burrow, hell, Denzel Ward is elite. Like it's just it was it wasn't a week for him, dog. Is what it yeah. is. We just got to see what he do next week because this week he had a couple drops. It was a big L for AJ Green this week. I mean, I hope he can bounce back and we see that old healthy AJ Green. I don't know if his foot was jacked up, hamstring just didn't look like him. So another one we didn't really talk about it last week because I'm I not gonna say it caught us by surprise, but I'm not gonna say we saw it coming. But DK, because Trav actually said he was complimenting <laughs> last week. He was complimenting DK last week. He did. And, and the crazy thing, me and JT love Gilmore. We think right. we right. love Gilmore, but I've never I've never seen somebody attack yeah. Gilmore like that, like like DK Metcalf did. Yeah. To be a second year guy and go at him, right? He blocked him. Hey, dog. And what I say last week, 
I mean, it sounded crazy last week, but it sounded great. Because you compared him to Julio often. I'm like, come on. But now I'm like, I don't know. Remember, I, I came. Y'all said, "Hey, how? Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I said, "I said, I said, I said, how much better is Michael Thomas really?" Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the folks was like, "Chill, chill, chill." And then he went out there and absolutely just did what he wanted was to find Gilmore, dog. Like <laughs> he did what he I wanted. Was crazy. I think that DK Metcalf adding that finesse to his game and not just being extra physical is what helped him. He separates a lot better this year, it, bro. It releases off the line, being able to track the ball and getting open his route, stacking guys. It, it's been elite for two games. He's done it at a very, very high level, and to Lord do it against arguably football. the best cornerback in the league and to bully him and block him all game like he did. And yeah, bro, I ain't seen him like that. Him. He was separating. He he knew where, where he was at on the field. Like it only took him a year on how to learn how to play football, and now <laughs> he can. You know, sometimes it takes that a little bit longer. Let me not be strong in everybody. Let me actually learn how to beat people, you know what I'm saying, effectively every down. And that's what he did. Exactly. And you got rushed. You got rushed who you know he going to get you the ball. He going to. The deep balls he was throwing were perfect. Like, they dropped right in the bucket. Like, he throw them super high. They go off the TV screen, and they just drop right into the bucket. We really so, think about it. Has, has Russ ever had? I'm not. This is not like oh, uh, Percy Harvin wasn't great. I'm not saying Doug Baldwin they weren't great. I mean, talking in terms of type of receiver, has has he ever had a receiver like that? No. What's I wouldn't receiver? say as strong. Um, who could go? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, see, because think about it. there was Sidney Rice. I feel like at one point, yeah, that's why I had to backtrack Ooh, a little bit. And then there was the what was it? The Cliff Matthews, I believe that he like he did good in the Super Bowl. The one they. I, don't, I think that when they lost, he did real good, but like he wasn't even on the team after that. So he's never really had a receiver like this. Lockett has been a dog. I want to say, especially this young, too. So yeah. this young helps lock high motor, uh, still learning. Like, still, as we saw from last season to these first two games, still adding things to your playbook, which is essential because now DBs like Gilmore. If you look at his last year film, you're probably thinking, I could be overly, you know, I don't have to, he's not going to finesse me, he's not going to toast me off the line. But <laughs> hey, no, you can't. Hey, say you can't try to answer that conversation as one of the top ten receivers in the league, and he's oh, he's giving an argument for it right oh, now. You bro, me. what I say last week? <laughs> what I say last week, bro? John Rivers, we gonna have to see yo see this new list come week eight. Miss they don't look, bro. Everyone don't look like that. Like I said, I'm not finna let people under like underrate size, feet, str- size, feet, strong hands, route running, great releases. Great block. Like he really got it all. <laughs> right. Bro, block no, it. I will I say his hands. I need I need for him to I need to be consistent. I need it to be consistent. No doubt. I need it to be consistent. Like hard catches as well. Not just the obvious quick out where you wide open. I need you to be able to catch it on top of defenders as well. Or through contact. So another um DB, it wasn't really an island matchup because he didn't cover him all game. But Jeff Okuda and Devontae Adams. Uh, I wouldn't say it was the best game for Hefe. First game of the first game of your NFL first, first game of the NFL career going against a guy like Devontae Adams. Coming off injury, by the way. Coming oh. off of a hamstring injury. I mean, it's tough, but I mean, I, we feel like he's gonna grow into it and you know keep getting better. I mean, there's not much to say for it because we saw the tape. Everybody saw the game. So I think my problem with we knew what it was. I'm not even saying this with Jeff. I'm I'm probably gonna say it's with the Lions. I don't like how they using they they try to put him right where Slay left off. Yeah, and to do that, I mean. I get he was the third overall pick and all, but but to throw it's like they threw him in the fire. 
And I guess it's because they have so many injuries, it's like they have to. Yeah, yeah. Because they had they have three corners, I think, that were out from true font to William on the other side. And so I think that and just having to do all of that. I mean, it could have overwhelmed them, but hey, it, you got to learn on the fly sometimes. Yeah, hey, you got yeah, beat man. off the line one play so bad. I, I wish I could like oh, tell you exactly what it was, but I can't remember right now. But yeah, I think he'll he gonna bounce back. I think by week week six. Well, of course he has to get healthy. He has to get completely one hundred percent healthy. I think he'll be all right. Definitely. I think he'll be all right. I think it was some people like like John Rivers, for example, who preseason was talking about some. Jeff is a top five corner, top ten corner in the NFL already. Come on now. We haven't seen a guy. Honestly, I guess who we got hurt. Though. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. Oh, come on now, it's the NFL. The last time we saw somebody do that, I feel like it was Jalen Ramsey to come come in and just and just dominate from day one, kind of and be able. To uh, I want to say Alexander though, Alexander for for. Oh yep. hey, yeah, yeah. I, I got I got a lot of stock in that man. Hey, I, I feel like they leave him on the island so much, and it makes it tougher for him. But I mean, that's kind of the challenge he wants. And Marshawn Lattimore didn't do too bad coming in. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that so is. It's, not, it's not unlikely for a young corner. Well, I'm not gonna say it's unlikely, but it is possible for a young corner to come in. We shouldn't bank on it though. But it's a top three pick as well. But yeah. then also off injury, so it's a lot of. You know, everybody wants him to perform. He was number three overall. It's one of the high. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. expected. It's expected. It's the expectation. So let's get into our week three out of the matchup just to let everybody know what it is. I think we got a few of them. I think, obviously, the Ravens secondary against the Chiefs offense. Man, that's going to – I'm excited. On Monday night. I'm excited to see that. This game is just loaded. This is a loaded game, bro. Monday night. Points, too. points, 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 points. Scoring, scoring, scoring. Touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. I got, my money. I got my money on the Ravens, though, just because of that secondary. I feel like the Ravens have a better secondary than the Chiefs. Right. So, Trev, you say points, points, points. Somebody going over 40? Man, I don't think nobody going over 40. I just think it's going to be one of the games where it's either it's a shootout or shut up. You find what I'm saying? I don't think it's a shootout no more. I think, like you were, saying before, you were saying, you sent us about, about getting filmed. I think exactly. I think both teams got enough film to where they, if it's a shootout, I'm blaming the defenses. That's why I said it's a shootout or you shut up. <laughs> Real talk, because I mean we can't look. Y'all watched Patrick Mahomes last week, and that's not slander. Yeah, that's not slander. Last week, I could talk about that one throw, but overall he did not play well. He just did not play well. They won the game, but he didn't play well. Same thing, like I said with film. I think this game's gonna come down a lot to. Just who got the better coordinator this week? I think that's, that's I think it's, it's going to come down a lot to that. Just finding ways to get guys the ball out there, and I think it's not going to be a big outside week because I mean their corners are just too good. It's going to come down to a lot of how tra- Travis Kelsey's got to go out there and ball. They got to find a way to get find ways to get Tyree Kill in space so guys aren't jamming him in his chest. It's going to come down to a lot of that because out there on the perimeter, out there corner. Big L's this week. I can't wait to see Marlon. So another matchup that I I feel like we can't ignore it is Jalen Ramsey and Stephon Diggs. Man, man, two high energy guys. Who do you got winning? Battling. Who you got winning? Honestly, Jalen Ramsey and Stephon Diggs. I ain't gonna hold you. Have we even seen this before? Them two. Man, Uh, the thing is. Not to my knowledge, but it's, 
it's tough. It's it's tough. I'm 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 gonna just because I got a feeling I'm I'm gonna rock out with Stephon Diggs this week. I think it's partly because we could say that his quarterback not gonna be afraid to try it. Josh Allen has willingness to go ahead and take those shots. So yeah, I'm bro. gonna go. I'm gonna go Stephon Diggs this week. Honestly, it's the first. I feel like Jay. You know, Jalen steps up to challenges like this, especially this is their first time meeting. They haven't. So it is the first time. Their first time meeting. So I feel like yeah, I feel like you know Jalen rises to these type of occasions. Yeah. So, so who you got? I'm gonna take Jalen Ramsey on this one. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna take Jalen Ramsey. Ah, uh, I gotta pick the. I gotta be the. Go ahead and play that. Go ahead and play devil's advocate. Look, man. Go Jalen Ramsey. Because if Jalen Ramsey gets his hands in his chest, bro, the game it's over. It's you know with the long arms. He puts his hands on his chest. It's it's not happening. So I'm gonna say this. You gotta catch him though. If Diddy's bringing Ramsey in the slot, he putting him in a blender. Okay. <laughs> his snaps are on the outside. Jalen got it. So I will say. Yep. It's gonna be a 50-50. I can't get 50-50. I'm picking one. I'm picking one. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey got it. Jalen Ramsey gonna handle it. Hey, <laughs> he. So look, this is my, this is why Josh Allen is a good quarterback. He he's doing well. I think in order to beat for this one on one matchup, of course, I think in order for Diggs to win, it would have to be some great balls thrown, like pockets, windows, buckets, like up top where Jalen can't touch it. Like I. Can, like you just can't uh, swing it out there. Like you, you got to put it there in the time. You got got to be right, or it's going to get picked. So I'm, a, I'm gonna go ahead and go Jalen Ramsey. So a third one, last one that I think we should highlight for week three is Devonte Adams and Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, ooh, this is a tough one. I know Adams, Devonte Adams. Uh, can I guess they released it today that he's having hamstring issues. So that's something to watch. So if he not if he not full healthy like that, I'm gonna give it to Lattimore. I'm gonna still give it to Adams. If, if that hamstring is not working like it needs to, I'm not hearing. If it's working enough for him to play in the game, then Mike I, Evans, I mean Mike Evans did the same thing. Like I mean, it's levels. I'm so, gonna take. I'm levels. gonna take Mar- I'm yeah. gonna take Marshawn Lattimore simply because the Saints are too good and the trenches threatened to not win that matchup. So I have to take Lattimore. Plus, the uh, Adams hurt like, like everything working against them. My bad, my bad. Everything is, is work was working against them in that game. So I mean I have to just naturally take Marshawn Lattimore. Aaron Rodgers is gonna go out there and be Aaron Rodgers though, because he is generational, but still. I'm honestly interested to see if they let Lattimore strictly follow Adams or if they let Janoris get some too, because Janoris been playing well this year so far. <laughs> Janoris is gonna see him a lot. I don't think they're gonna do a whole bunch of switch. Yeah, I feel like they don't need to, honestly. Yep. So. All right, second half, they're gonna we'll see. I'm going to Hey, Adams, let's get this money, man. Uh, I'm so, you, Saints. Let's let's get in them trenches, Trevor. Yep. In them trenches. So our trench we rolling Marcus Golden versus Trent Williams. That's what I like. And the thing is, it's a different matchup for me this week because it's more of a wide side, side linebacker fit. So, right. I mean, you know, he's going to have to catch him. But if he does, does get caught out there against them when he does, I think I think there'll be it'll be some a lot of fun against them because just like Marcus Gold, like I said, it doesn't show up like paper wise. Like we watch him year in year out, it's just he hustles and he runs and he gets to the ball and he gets off blocks. He knows how to use his body well. You know what I'm saying like he's a great leaner. He knows how knows how to work the edge. He knows how to just dip and get around guys and just he doesn't get washed. You know what I'm saying? 
right. understands how to play great trail techniques. He has a thick enough frame to go out there and get and get on blocks, be able to fight in there. Like he's not the tallest, so I'm saying it's like he's not standing up in like six foot, six foot one. So I mean he's already at the point of attack by the time he brings his hands. I'm just I think that it, it should be a really interesting matchup between him and Trent Williams, just because Trent Williams is a great player. Okay. And since we already in the trenches and we already talking about the Washington football team, Chase Young, man. Chase no. Young, him and TJ Watt tied for the most sacks. Of course, week two. I want to keep mentioning that. Nuts. Look, rookie leading the NFL so far. Him and TJ Watt, that's a good company to be in. That's showing you doing something right. So did you see this coming from him? I guess is my direct question. Out the gate, like I wasn't expecting him to play the run as well as he's playing it, but he is. So, I mean, like, I have to – I mean, that's going to be probably my pick because, you know I mean, I'm, I'm biased for my defensive line regardless. But, I mean, that's probably going to be my pick for defensive player uh, – defensive rookie of the year. Oh, defensive rookie of the year. Okay, okay. I can roll with that. He, he, he's with too it. productive of a player not to. I can roll with that, actually. We're going we gonna to revisit that. Boom. So, let's get into, you know, week two, game of the week, Seahawks-Patriots. Man, one for the honestly, it was one for the books. Every time these teams meet up, we have a a good ending, and I mean, like they, everything was clicking for everybody. I feel like I feel like nobody was just playing bad, and nobody was just having great besides Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, really. But well, that's the type of football we like to see. We like to see even football. So, boom. Let's 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 do it this way. Let's talk right now. What did you like about so Trevor? I want to ask you this because we know exactly what you don't like. What you like from Cameron Newton and this game. You say he had to show you some things. Cam Newton showed me he lost that little ball, and it just it was a special day for not just him, but like Julian Edelman was just playing out of body. <laughs> is that out of body? Playing out of body. But Cam was throwing was, was throwing was throwing some, some pretty footballs. And you know what I'm saying? Like last week, even hey, you talked about it. You were like, you know, like he had like no passing yeah, like yeah. No, he wasn't a real passing threat. And I mean, if we watched it early in the game, like I said, you know, folks, they want to talk about the game closing this far. But early in the game, Cam, he wasn't playing where he wasn't. Right. <laughs> he wasn't. Right, right, right. Like, like luckily he tuned up in the end. Ain't no focus saying it's like that's not how I'm looking at like, why are you seeing the Patriots shit tank? Well, I'm like, I'm like, bro, because at the end of the day, like, you know, we, we know quarterbacks and it's just like it's tough at 30 years old. We already coming up with shoulder injury, trying to man that shoulder every week. It's not you're not going to get all because your shoulder feels great this week. This means going to feel great next week. I, I promise you all the footballs he thrown. This is going to be just a lot of this ice, ice and patent go this week because he had to throw a lot of footballs. And like doing that for 16 weeks when you don't have a, a real true number one receiver threat is very difficult. And they're asking him to go out there and run the ball and run a bunch of sprint outs and do a bunch of quarterback powers, which we're gonna talk about at the end. Man. But man, I mean I can't say I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him credit. Like he played well. He, he played good football. It's just you know what I'm saying, like just trying to act like yeah, this is the future. Like we're gonna get three more years out of him. It just it doesn't make sense because that's just not the Patriots' mo. And he's already hurt. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, why? Right. So, boom. That was quarterbacks. Let's hit the secondaries. Let's start with the the Seahawks secondary. So Quinn Dunbar had a great football game. Man, okay. He almost had two picks. I don't. He almost had two picks. 
Should he have. made up for that for that one he dropped, but hey, they was was same break, bro. Yes, same break on the ball, same route, same. He he cut he caught that second one though. He he was ready for it. So you know, of course, this you might I don't want to call you bias all day, but Jamal Adams. I'm you know I'm not even gonna be biased because that's, that's that be doing the, the culture wrong. Of course, the secondary. Jamal and Luke. I mean, like, of course, I know both of them or whatever, but I mean, we're going we're gonna to call a spade a spade. Right. The coverage, we got we to gotta improve. It's just, we're going to call a spade a spade, you know? And I'm sure. Yeah. Because that's why I had Tyron Matthew over Jamal Adams is coverage. But at the same time. But who's more? But but the thing is, I feel like it's a different. Like, I don't see how to iron that because it's mean. Jamal, Jamal, he might be more productive. Yeah, bro. You see, we see Jamal Adams all over the field on like like a maniac. Even even though he gave up some catches, he would he still was all over the field making sacks, TFLs, trying to get his hands on balls and and still covering well. It's just because even if we think about all the catches he gave up, the good thing is that he was there and he, they were contested. Think about it, all Edelman's catches are pretty much contested. Yeah, just great. And, he was exactly. making great football. And that's what Cam Newton showed that he can throw the football. So that's you can improve that. This little things you got to tweak instead of getting burnt or anything like that. It's always little things. That's something we always talk about. Most of the time, DBs aren't just getting burnt like that. You're getting beat because it's a good football or a great catch, and you're right there, and it's just you oh, it's some little you got to tweak. But right. and then on the other the other side, we, we saw Gilmore not play as well we as we know, because we've seen Gilmore play at the highest of Mountains, somebody, yeah, exactly. And we saw, and McCordy had the pick early on. Not McCordy was one of our, but so look, that wasn't, of course, it's his pick. He got interception in the stat book, but come on, bro. Greg Olson got to catch that ball. Hey, tips and overthrow. That's not even a tip, that's a drop. Like, that is a man, I'm not gonna take it out of his stat book, but uh, Greg Olson really stat like he messing up Russell Wilson's stats. And, and even like McCordy on the other side gave him a test. Mech, I mean, now I'm looking back at it just again. Metcalf was everywhere. So and, who, <laughs> which secondary play better? Oh, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> we gonna, we gonna have to give it. We gonna have to give it to uh, Seattle because Seattle didn't give up five passing touchdowns. And Seattle won the game. <laughs> Seattle, yeah. We have to give it to. Seattle. I mean, I mean, I mean. Here's the thing: you gotta look look at like this, like. I can't say they didn't play well because one guy went out there and, and caught the ball for 179 away, eight catches. He's yeah, I was gonna say of course they gave up catch, two five touchdowns. Twenty-two yards a catch. Like, like what, what I yeah. mean, it is what it is. Because Cam had three ninety-seven, three hundred and forty-seven of them was on the ground. No, three hundred and ninety-seven passing yards. So you five touchdowns, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's we're gonna have to give it to Russell. And I know Russell Wilson is accurate and and most of the catches were contested. It's just like it was good football all around. Russell Wilson this season is eight for eight, eighty-two yards, five tubs in the red zone this year. That's crazy. <laughs> this was a that's great game. That's so, like that's what we need, bro. Let's go ahead and get to that last play, man. Trevor, you want to start? You want me to start it? <laughs> man, let's go this is why we need football people to explain what was going on on the field. Because if folks want to come; they'll come to you and say. Look, you said in 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 the in the post game press, I wish I. I'm like, we all wish we do stuff. 
but in the game, <laughs> when you see it as it's moving, this is not what it's going to look like. Cam Newton could go out there with his hat on and glasses. I wish I cut it out to the outside pile. I'm like, but yeah, Cam, but that's not what you saw because you've been playing football since you were eight, and you know if you see a guy and he and he's locking out and you see that, that dude's foot right there, and you know he's got it boxed out, you know most likely you finna go get popped. So this is a QB blast. It's, it's a QB power. You run up to, up the field. You did what you saw. You went off of what you saw. What you want to do? You were going to go do something that you could not see. Do you ever do that? Is that what you get taught? No. Exactly. So what are we talking like, about? And for the people that don't understand what a QB power is, the QB power is when there's put there's two pullers and he and Camus going to run behind him. Basically, he becomes the running back, and whoever his off his offset back is, whether it's a fullback or the actual running back, is going to be the lead blocker. And in this case. The guy out wide, the safety, took out the fullback. He took out his outside leg. That's what, pre- like, prevents Cam from wanting to go outside. The Beautiful. moment that happens, that, that gap is over. That's what I'm saying. So, like, of course, when they came in elite, and first thing they say after watching the replay in slow motion, oh, why didn't he just go outside? He could have – you see it right there. Like, yes, in <laughs> slow motion, freeze frames, you see a lot. Like, exactly. Fifty. Trev, Trev made a good point. As to say that mirror, like gaps are like mirrors, and yeah. they sometimes things are smaller than they appear, and they, they'll close quick. But the, if he was gonna even bounce out, he would have had to bubble. I feel like and get around yeah. that blocker, and then hopefully the flow and the tag. The left tackle got jacked up; it was bad. The left tackle got jacked up. He had to bubble, and they would have been a race. And but I mean that's football. You lose on the one yard line. They put their ball in one of their best players' hands, and it didn't work out. So uh, yeah, you, like you said, put the ball in the best player's hand. Do you think that was the right play call? Oh, here's see. Here comes the part though when folks will say, "Ah, Trevor, you hating." This comes the part where look, why didn't Bill try? I mean, darn it, it's safer to just say, "Okay, this is Cam Newton." But at the same time, like also, this is a week two game. It's not divisional. You expecting to win eight? Why not throw the ball? Uh, I think that I think the team who was across from him showed you why you don't throw the ball. Well, I mean, they also showed you why you why you don't run it there either. So, I mean, hey, they should have kept throwing it. I mean, they got down there by throwing the ball. So I feel it's like they should. I mean, I mean, I mean, think about this, bro. Julian Edelman was playing out of box. Like, dog, all you have to do, you, you know, the league, we gonna run, we gonna run this pick route. We gonna live with it. Yeah, bro. I was gonna say, so <laughs> we gonna run the pick. Right. We gonna live with it. All of us are defensive. People, what would y'all rather go against on a one yard line? Would y'all rather would y'all rather than throw it? Because you know, like there's not that many, of course, the pick, but besides that, you don't have that much in your bag on a one yard line. If you play under you play underneath everything, they can't beat you over the top like that unless they make a great play. And knowing that they don't really have big body receivers, it's either gonna be a pick route or an option route they throw the ball. So you know what you're playing. I feel like it's easier to catch catch DB sleeping. Sleeping on the last play of the game for the win? I'm yeah. going to catch him. No, 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 no. Hear me out, though. I'm listening. You're thinking about a whole bunch of different scenarios of what to take and what not take, and sometimes what you think you're going to get and what you actually get are two different things. So you could be even, like, sometimes there'll be guys that I'm like, okay, you know, they're going to they're gonna most likely run the ball. You know what I'm saying? So, like, those guys get ready to expect, like, oh, my linebackers got it. We're gonna fit here. I'm gonna feel here. We good. Well, you gotta go out there and then, like, okay, it's on you. Like, if you get beat one time, like, that's game. 
and the thing is, they understand the situation of football. They got a quarterback who can go out there at 6'6", 250 pounds. So I got to find out, okay, how, how am I going to play this? So like, it can go one of two ways. So I'm going to just ask this simple question for both of you. Are you passing or throwing it right there, that play, last play of the game? Passing the ball. I'm passing the ball. You passing oh, the ball. What you doing? I'm throwing the ball, bro. I'm throwing the ball, and like it's, 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 it's not like it's not like this is Super Bowl. Like I'm talking yeah, like yeah. Yeah, this situation, like empty stadium. I'm throwing the ball. Throw the ball. Make the ref make the decision whether it's pi or not. Throw something to where it could be contested, and the ref has to make a decision. Okay, it's the same so, in basketball. If you go into the paint, you want to you want to cause contact and make the ref make a decision. So and then boom. So that's our that's. That was a good week two game of the week. I think our week three game of the week, Chiefs and Ravens. I think it's going. Is it going to top it? Chiefs and Ravens. Is it going to top like last? No, no. Because we 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 saw some special football last week. I think this week is going to come down to just like, it's just that that mono mono like okay, okay, put up or shut up. Either like like man, this game could go so many different ways. But I mean, it like. Really because if, if the Chiefs aren't clicking, it's not going to be good. And if somebody well, like if the Ravens aren't clicking, it's also not going to be good. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Because the Chiefs got way more weapons offensively to where if a certain player not clicking, you're good. Okay. Let's try him. Okay. Let's try him. Okay. Let's try to run it. Let's try a rookie. The Ravens, I'm not going to say they're one dimensional, but offensively, they got a full season of film and they kind of know who to look out for. You're right. But let's get into our week one. I mean, week two players of the week. Since we just talked about our player to get, uh, uh, play our game of the week. Let's talk about our players of the week. Offensively, Aaron Jones, he walked away with it. Was played it out, He played out of his mind. <laughs> Receiving, catching the ball and running the ball. Played out of his mind. Body, bro, that one catch he had on, on the sideline. Oh, my God. Looked like a receiver. Uh, he was a straight receiver. Like, like the receiver on his team, Demonte Adams. Like, <laughs> let me get that. Let me check. Fade. It was check fade. That was a check fade. Hey, that's a check fade. Like for real, too. <laughs> real talk. Hold up. Didn't they try to say that throw wasn't special? Very special throw. Alibi tripping sometimes. We're going to talk about that. We're going to have an episode dedicated to breaking down what the has <laughs> during football. <laughs> hey, hey, this guy right here, he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> Look at this guy. Like, hey, no, I, I, it gets bad. It gets biased. And it, okay, let me stay focused. My bad. <laughs> uh, um, quarterback. Did Russell walk away with it easy too? Hey, it, it, it was too easy. He's done oh, it too. Cam won with the run. Is it Cam? Huh? You said what? If Cam would have won, like if that play would have worked and he won, would we have gave it to Cam? I don't or, know. Uh. Because he had 397 passing. Yeah, he did have 397. But at the same time, though, we know we knew going into that. I'm mean, 397, 397, no matter how you cut it. But, I mean, that's secondary. Like, what do you think of the Patriots secondary? Like, that week. For the this Patriots are, oh, this the Patriots week. secondary. Bro. So, going into it, I was thinking, of course, Devin McCourty, McCourty and Stephon Gilmore was going to do what we know them to do. He just didn't. <laughs> yeah. They made it, and they got caught. But like, so did they get caught, or did they get, you know, like did Russ exploit them? Did Russ pick them up? I think they got caught. You can tell they were kind of shocked. They felt like they looked a little shocked. Like, whoa! Well, in terms of like that three ninety seven, like it's a three ninety seven, three ninety seven. He was just hitting those guys were catching the ball. Like Julian Edelman was just 
playing out of his mind. Like, and that's not taking away from, from what Cam did. Cam then, played a great game this week, but like, you know what I'm saying? This is this is a weak, 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 weak thing, and like I'm saying, I'm not pinning one against the other. But I know when 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 they win, it's because Russell Westbrook. I mean, why do I keep calling? Him? <laughs> nah, you <can't> Russell. <laughs> but Russell Wilson, though, it's because Russell Wilson is the system. Yeah, you know I'm saying, and like DK and DK was, was cooking Stefan. I know that came from a lot of those guys, like those those reps in practice and him teaching them how to play. And showing him where he needs to be, and this and then the other. Like, bro, Tyler Lockett, when he came to the league, was just a kick return guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, Russ has got those guys to buy in and say, okay, this is where you need to be. This is what I need you to do. You do this, and we win. And he threw what, five touchdowns? Five touchdowns and a pick. Like, like pick, bro. that wasn't his fault. And he's, he's damn near perfect in, in the red zone. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I mean, the thing is, we get. To, we get fatigued with people who are just continually great week in, week out. Uh oh. We do. And Uh-oh. this week was one of those ones was like, let's let's not forget, y'all. This is still Russell Wilson. Yep. And then right receiver was Stefan Diggs. Thank you for that show. I CBS, I'm not gonna say they dropped the ball, but I didn't even get to see his touchdown, which hurt a lot. But I mean Diggs Diggs is a guy we knew that when he got traded to really yeah. a problem. And and so you showed it. I mean, the, we knew, that- and then we also knew that Josh Allen was gonna be. That's like, it's not like usually like a few years ago getting traded to the Bills. It's kind of like, oh man, for yeah, them, was like, let's go. This should be good. This exactly. Should be good. He had eight catches again, one hundred fifty-three yards touchdown. That's I, I got to give it to. Him. And some good catches too. And late in the fourth, yeah, he he did yeah, well. Fantastic. Right. Let's go ahead and flip the field. Talk about our defensive players of the week. Shout out to St. Louis. You're your dick. D line, Sheldon Richardson. What about it? What about him stood out to you, Trev? In them trenches. Active. He just gets up. Like, bro, he just he just does it. Like, like I said, we I'm not even finna talk about it. It's just when I was watching the game this week, I was like, because you know, Porter Gustin's there. Like I I play with Porter Gustin. Porter Gustin, yep. he's really good. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the Browns are good up front in the trenches, but just this week, bro, the stuff I was seeing Sheldon go out there and do it's just he was just it was just one of them Sheldon games where it's just like man, there's some weeks where he just looks like he's the best defensive lineman on the field. And this was one of the ones, especially that that sack he had, where like I think I think it was like it was inside zone. He saw it, read it. Got got his feet under, leveled up, went go get the sack. Like it's just stuff where just he does. I'm just like, there's only a, a certain percentage of people can do this, and he's just one of them. And just as yeah. I watched the Browns play this week, is what I felt like had to be, be my defense fly player. And plus, he like we always say with certain players like JJ Watt, Jadavian Clowney, he does stuff that's not gonna show up in the stat book. It's just not gonna show up in the stats. Just causing destruction, pushing the uh, offensive lineman back to where you, the running back got to make a certain cut to where now it's a tackle for loss for another one of your players and making a run, quarterback. Just he just, it's not going to always show up in that pressure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got five solos on the season, two games, whatever. He got a sack. I saw the sack. But it's like yep. two tackles for loss. He's he, he playing he play next to Miles Garrett. You know what I'm saying? So like like all of it is gonna even out, but it's just like I know when they when they run pressures, I know right. I, I know he's gonna go out, I know he's gonna go out there and get loose. 
So let's get to our linebacker, St. Louis. Another St. Louis high school. This man, I mean, bro, this man balled. Oh, like, yeah. He was just going after the ball every single time. And nobody really makes Zeke cough the ball. Like, Three forced fumbles in one game? One uh, game. It's really crazy. It, it, it was real life St. Louis on St. Louis crime out there. That, that was crazy. He was oh, making yeah. him the ball up. <laughs> they went to high school together. That's that's why it's so funny, dog. <laughs> he for bro, didn't he force three fumbles? Have what eight tackles? Bro, yeah, six six tackles, three forced fumbles. Which that's exciting, man. Three three forced fumbles in one game. That's that goes at the ball. I feel like it, I feel like it would be. Uh, it's not about oh they uh, we got two St. Louis defensive players. It's just, no, it's just like he was because I wasn't I was I, that, he wasn't my first choice. I was wrong with Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner yeah. had eleven tackles, but like you know what I'm saying like against the Cowboys, if you force three fumbles, you flying around, around the way they flying around. I, I, I got to give it to you, right? I'll so, thank you. And then for our DB, Quinn Dunbar, right? Man, Dunbar, you know the pick. The pick was special, but, I mean, he was just active all night. He was active all night. We really didn't hear much out of him getting beat a lot just because he was balling all game. And, I mean, Quinn Dunbar just – I mean, he's from the Rams. He was on the, the Washington football team, excuse yeah. me. But, I mean, I, I mean, the, the work speaks for itself. So, of course, Quinn Dunbar had a good game, but would it be wrong to give Devin Ward a honorable mention? No, we gotta Denzel give this award. This award. I, I like I like the honorable mention because the game he had against such a, a top receiver like AJ Green. Come on, man, we have to give him something. Yeah. So I let's get into our stock market. Let's talk about these stocks, man. Are you buying or selling Baker Mayfield stock at the week two? Sell, sell, sell. Get out now. Get out now. Because <laughs> here's here's what's gonna happen. And you know, folks can come back lying in these next three weeks. I want you to look at their schedule. I'm trying to tell you these Browns are going to go out there and they're going to steal two wins. And then Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be locked locked in hell still for a little bit longer. I mean, you know, I said last week, he should be gone, but uh, I guess that's not happening no more. Yeah, right. But they're going to go steal two wins. And, you know, folks are going to start lying, saying he's playing well, as if their offense is not literally fire as hell, except for him. <laughs> I mean, bro. Benito's great. Jedrick Willis is playing um, great. They have great. They have great backs. They have great receivers. Like all you have to do is go out there and not turn over the ball, and folks are just going to overrate the hell out of that. So sell, sell, sell. You know I'm selling high. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, you know, like, I mean, you work, uh, you know, you work in the stock market. You know how it works, JT. His, his price is going to keep going up, 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 up. Yeah, you get up there. So you know, I mean, if we're being literal, if we're being literal, buy now, buy it while it's unleaded eighty seven, two dollars and thirty five cents. It's gonna go hit right. It's gonna hit like like seven forty eight, week four, week five, and then I'm gonna sell every single shirt. No, no, not calling it no type of option. I'm selling right. right there. I'm gonna sleep well. Let's go, Derek Carr. You buying or selling? Oh, oh, I want to buy. I, I want to buy I'm, so bad. I'm going to here. Here's here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait to the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look right. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's going to be one of them. It's going to be one of them. Them split dividend ones. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> a week by week. That's a week by week split diff. Yeah, Carson Wentz. 
Because the thing is, you got to be safe, but you know that Derek Carr might, might Derek Carr might win eight games this year. So I'm gonna go ahead and chip in there. No, I can't, bro. If it because think about it, Josh Jacobs is getting the ball a lot. So Josh after Jacobs the bond, after the bond, their schedule was pool, and they still have have winnable games. Like, bro, they can yeah. really win eight games this year. Uh, I'm not buying it. Crazy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not crazy. keeping my money. I'm sorry. Yeah. So Carson Wentz is zero and two. Dog, oh man, this is tough. Alshon Jeffrey's hurt. I'm not selling that stock yet. Relax. Uh, it's early. I feel like we can't sell it yet because it's early. Especially so he get the, why does Carson Wentz always get the benefit of the doubt? Bro, bro, because he is what they look like, bro. I've seen him be too special too many times, bro. Like he does stuff that that's just not regular. Like I'm not doing it. He, he could go out there and like he could be playing. In a wheelchair, I still think he can go out there and throw for like three fifty. Like he's really that talented. He's really that talented, bro. I'm gonna say this: if I put Sam Darnold with them Eagles, they're winning. I'm not. I'm. I'm okay with that. Did you see that throw? Did you see that throw? No, on the run, back shoulder, and the receiver. Come on, bro. Sam Donald Flowers, we here? Uh, Sam Donald is great. Nah, bro, nah, bro. I'm putting, I'm putting you on blast. You, you've been talking real, real crazy to me these last. No, 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 no. no. This is where I think. This is where we disagree when you put Lamar Jackson over Sam Darnold. That is where I say, okay, Trevor. Bro, uh, if you switch, bro, if you switch the situations, I'm trying to tell you Lamar's not doing that. That's this. I'm trying to tell you he's not, bro. Like, it's not an indictment of his talent. He's if you put anybody with the Jets, though, they're not like I, I don't care if you put Aaron Rodgers with them right now, like Russell Wilson. Like, no. If you put Sam Darnold with the Eagles, bro, if you gave Sam Darnold Hollywood Brown, oh my God. <laughs> oh my, Mark and oh my, bro, dog. All right. So look, after this, this gonna be the defensive player. After this game, are you buying more Stefan, Stefan, Stefan Gilmore, or are you still, are you just gonna keep it? You just gonna stay where you at, bro? I'm not. What, 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 don't, don't ask no crazy questions. You know what it is. Look, one bad game does not define you. We've said this by AJ Terrell. We've said it about Jeff Okuda. We're not going to get the defensive player of the year. The, what? We're not going to change on him. We ask him like, like, uh, like, uh, like, like next week he finna see another, another 6'4", 225 pound receiver. That's what, I'm going to bring him up every week because I had him number one on my list, so he, he can't have me out here looking crazy. Well, I mean, he was a defensive player of the year, so I mean, like, it, it wouldn't have been yeah. looking that crazy. Let's shift gears to these divisions real quick to wrap up. Um, like I said, Philly is 0 and 2, Washington 1 and 1, Dallas 1 and 1. Who went in this NFC East, man? The Cowboys. Oh, god, no, nah, <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, I mean, from the way the health is looking, though, hold on, let me check and see the, the NFC East. <laughs> Hey, watch the football team. I don't know, bro. I might have to. I can't. I'm not bought into that. These division standings, 2020. So, okay. I mean, I I, I want to take the Cowboys, but it's only because, look, we only saying that because they won this week, but they should be 0-2 right now. So, therefore, bro, it honestly depends with me. When when does Alshon – Jeffrey, come back. <laughs> okay. When is we'll go to the, um, bro, I mean, let's 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 not be crazy. Lane Johnson is still has, has a hurt ankle. He played this week. I'm sure. I think he missed the first week. But I mean, the bro, secondary wise, 
front seven wise with great backers, great offensive line, talented quarterback. They're just missing the number one right now. Like the Eagles are let's not let's not get too too crazy. Like they're just not healthy right now. So things aren't clicking. But they still look better than the Cowboys would. Okay, so let's hit the South. You got Tampa. I think you've been saying them since zero week. Me and I say New Orleans. That Tampa Bay stock beginning to look crazy right now just because everybody's hurt. Other than that, we move. I'm still rolling New Orleans. Yeah, I'm still rocking. I'm going to still keep New Orleans, dog. And then so with San Francisco, so we're going to switch to the NFC West. San Francisco. No, Seattle or Arizona. The other two teams. Yeah, I was going to say, it's three of them right now, 2-0. The Rams, Arizona, and Seattle. I think I'm going to go take Arizona simply because, man, that that Seahawks secondary is just just chicken, bacon, ranch. Like, it's it's absolutely thoroughly cooked, that secondary. Thoroughly cooked. I mean, and, they have somebody get kicked out the game, too, or whatever. And if, and if D-Hop sees that and they got Larry Fitzgerald, they finna go out there and murk. They finna murk. <laughs> oh, my God. What? All right. So, the AFC West, are the Raiders going to get a Chiefs to run for their money? Hell no. All right. I just no, had to make sure. No, I <laughs> The Raiders can, can still get eight wins, though, but hell no. And, <laughs> and then the AMT South, you got the Titans, the Colts, and Gardner Mishu. Now, I mean, Houston, I'm sorry, but y'all not in there. That's, that's low-key a nasty-looking division. AMT South, I still, can't pick, I still can't pick who's going to win it now. <laughs> No, yeah. you really think about it. I can't. I mean, I ha- I, I'm, I'm, I'm still going Titans because, because I mean – I mean, I think he acquired his kept. Brian Tannehill is playing some great football right now. So I mean, so is Gardner Minshew. Yeah, yeah. So, Gardner Minshew might be playing better, to be honest. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to trust the Titans' defense more because because of Mike Vrabel and over. True, I'll give you that. Yeah, we're gonna pick the Titans. I'll pick the Titans. AFC North: Baltimore, or Pittsburgh, Trevor, Baltimore. Pitt. Yeah, I got, I got Pittsburgh. You still got him? I had to make sure check in see if you still had him. In the yeah. AFC East, we keep in Buffalo. Everybody, yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. Yeah. Hey, man, you know what time it is. Let's hop in this bliss period, dog. Let's see who's gonna win all these week three games. Let's get it started with Thursday Dolphins, Jaguars, 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 Jaguars. Got it. Texans, Steelers. Oh, god, Steelers. <laughs> what? Deshaun, Deshaun, oh, I like Deshaun Watson too much to see this. Hey, he looked kind of miserable. Welcome to hell, Deshaun Watson. Oh, he kind of looked miserable. Hey, bro, hey, bro, it got to be sick knowing his first four year, first four years on his contract. Bro, first three, don't make no money. <laughs> All right, bro. Let's let's get off that game. I don't even want to look at that game. I need me scroll past that game. The Bengals going to the Eagles. Do the Eagles finally get a win? Yeah. If the if the Eagles don't get a win, they in trouble. Like trouble, trouble. Like there's there's big issues going on if they don't win this game. <laughs> I, I think AJ Green and Slay might be decent. We are gonna have to keep an eye out for they that. They should be decent. We gotta keep an eye out for that. Forty Niners at the Giants. 49ers. Mm. Mm. A lot of hurt, hurt. I mean, a lot of people hurt. 
Um, yeah, even, but even uh, Saquon is hurt, so I'm gonna go 49ers. Ain't, ain't, ain't Jimmy G not healthy? Correct. So I mean, man, I mean, it's yeah. it's it's just it's just it's smelly over there. <laughs> it's smelly. But I'm gonna have to take take the Niners because one has Kyle Shanahan and the other one has Joe Judge. Yep. Uh, Raiders going to New England. New England. Gilly gonna have a bounce back game against Henry Ruggs. I ain't gonna hold you. Bill Belichick is is having his way with with, with their young Raiders secondary. Yeah, yeah. They, I don't like how they took Arnett out the game so quick. Or I don't know if it was an injury. Bill, like, Bill, Bill might might not might not even have, have to coach this game. Josh McDaniels is gonna go over there and just just try stuff out because he's bored. Yep. So we all going Pats Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Titans going to Minnesota. Minnesota one two. Titans. This is gonna be a back. This is gonna be, I think, I think a bounce back game for uh, for the Vikings. But like I said, if they lose it, I swear to God, I swear to God, Kirk Cousins gets out outgunned by Ryan Tannehill this week. I and I don't want to hear no excuses. I I want to hear no excuses. Just the, all that all that gas. Because here's the thing, bro. We was hearing all all that Viking gas for. For defense about all these great backers and stuff, and they still keep yeah, forgetting a lot of backers, Cam, yeah. and they keep forgetting Cam Dantzler is playing on the perimeter for the listen. Be that great. I think the Titans go three and zero. I think Titans go three and zero. But y'all two going Vikings, right? Yep. Okay. No, no, no. I'm going Titans. I said Titans. I said. Titans. Oh, okay. Trevor. You know what? No, forget it. Let me even. I don't even know. I'm gonna even put stop. No, I'm. I'm going Titans too, bro. Kirk okay. told me, dog. So look, Washington football team going to Cleveland. Ooh, it's a good one. They're going to Cleveland. I'm so, I'm going with they're going, going to Cleveland. Yeah, man. I'm gonna go, go with Cleveland just based off what we saw on Monday. Um, I'm going, I'm going with um, I'm going with Cleveland just because Cleveland. I know Cleveland can can run the hell out of the ball. I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Oh, that that run. I'm going football team. I'm going Washington football team. Okay. The, <laughs> All right, man, bro. the Rams in Buffalo. That's, Buffalo. In Buffalo and they outside, I ain't gonna hold you. The Rams have shown me they can be physical, so I'm gonna go ahead and take the Rams. We got two undefeated too. I think the Bills remain undefeated. Yes, sir. Bills Mafia. Me and you going Bills? The Rams are playing physical football right now. As long as guys are healthy, I think they had one guy get hurt, but as long as guys are healthy, they should be okay. They should. Ed Oliver still healthy, right? We're gonna revisit this next week, but it's me and Verone will be taking a victory lap. Uh, Chicago Bears going to Atlanta, two and zero against two. The battle of nasty football. Wow! And one of them managed to be undefeated. Shoot, this is, this is some nasty, nasty sports right here. I'm not gonna lie to you. Let me think, but here's what's gonna happen. Hold on, you said they're going to Atlanta. Yep. Uh, Atlanta has to bounce back. Like, there's no way. Oh, uh, bro. I mean, man. <laughs> Look, I'm going Atlanta. I'm I'm going Atlanta, bro. Like this is a must win game. Or if 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 they don't win the game, dog, like you you wouldn't even see me coming to the facility Monday morning. Ah man. And after that, and and after that, the Tuesday soreness day, Wednesday, bro. I'm I'm just frowning at people. Ain't v, no who you got, V? Uh, <laughs> just take Atlanta and keep it moving. Bears. Uh-huh. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take Atlanta. Take Atlanta. Uh, Panthers, Chargers, Chargers. My fault, Tariq. Panthers, Chargers, man. Obviously, Chargers. 
that one. I'm hey. taking the charge, bro. Chris McCaffrey hurt. What are we doing? Jets. Yeah. Jets, Colts. Come on. Colts. 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 Phil Rivers finna go out there and just look like it's, it's, it's 2007 right now. The Cowboys really got to lose to Seattle at Seattle. It's really not going to be close, in my opinion. Yeah, Honestly, I think, oh. Cowboys oh. going to Seattle. Seattle. Playing a Central Link. I'm going Seattle all the way. Like, Why do you keep doubting the Cowboys? You see I don't like that. I'm, I'm, going to Seattle. I'm going to Seattle, too, just because Seattle at home. I'm going to go with the hometown. I'm going to go with the hometown. I'm going to go with Dallas. Okay, we're gonna revisit this next week. I know we are. Uh Buccaneers in Denver. Oof. Buccaneers, there's no Drew Lock. So I'm yeah. not Buccaneers. Not let's go, Tom. Come on, bro. Show me something. Buccaneers, man. Please show me something, Tom. Lions are headed to Arizona. Let's go, Kyler Murray. Let's go. D hop. Arizona will be three. Yeah. Jeff. Man, give me give me the team that has D hop on it. You'd be the team that's called Murray on it. He said D hop. I mean, first. Give me that. He said D hop first. You see it. We yeah. <laughs> you see it. All right. So look, Packers going to New Orleans. It's my I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Like it's a good game, maybe. I got the Packers. If Aaron Rodgers pulls out this game, this 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 furtherly pushes my agenda. But I also have common sense. I'm going to go and take these things. I don't like picking against Aaron Rodgers, so I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers. I'm going Packers. Let's get it. And then our game of the week: Monday Night Football, Chiefs, Ravens, Baltimore, Ravens, Lamar. Uh, what's his name? Oh, doggone! I forgot his name. Oh man, I forgot his name. Yes, yeah, so Hollywood, all of that. Where are playing this game with? Big trust. Woo. Mm. Oh. Trust. Ah. Hey, I'm going. I'm, I'm going Chiefs. Right. We will revisit this. I'm I'm revisiting this Monday, like before we even pause. I'm in your I'm live texting you that game. Like, yeah, we might need to do we might need live updates for that game, man. Yeah, we yeah. Man, that's going to be a game. There's going to be a lot of good football. Mm, there's going to be a lot of great film, a lot of bad film. Mm, All right, man. So our game of the week, Ravens-Chiefs. Yes, sir. Island mm-hmm. matchup of the week. Yep. Ravens-Chiefs. <laughs> and then you know the that trench matchup, Marcus Golden. Yep, you know the deal. That's man, man. That's how you need some emails, bro. I'm hungry. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Ah, uh, y'all. Enjoy the week three football. All that, y'all, boys. You useless. You useless. You useless. You useless. Check yeah. fade. We out. Check fade. We out.